for the week of February 19th, 2024. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Now, every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we're talking about a very underrated vegetable called parsnips. Okay, all right, that sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, parsnips are something that a lot of people just don't think of and maybe don't even know what they are and how to add them to their recipes, so I thought it would be fun to talk about parsnips today. Okay, all right. So, um, uh, well, let's start with how how do they look compared to other vegetables in the vegetable aisle? Right. Well, parsnips look like a white carrot, Mm -hmm. but they're typically a little bit wider around the top part Mm -hmm. and um, and a little bit shorter than most carrots. Most carrots are sort of long Mm -hmm. and thin. Mm -hmm. So um, the parsnip is um, in the same family as carrots. Mm. Um, And in fact, you know, some uh, botanical, uh, you know, uh, researchers had originally thought that they were all in the carrot family, that, that parsnips were just part of the carrots, mm-hmm. because there are varieties of different colors of carrots, like like purple carrots and yellow carrots, mm-hmm. um, in addition to the orange carrot. So, but the parsnip is actually now considered a separate vegetable. Okay. Um, they taste kind of similar to a carrot, but... Parsnips have more of a sweet, nutty flavor to them. Hmm. Um, some people even like to use parsnips instead of celery in things like soups or like your Thanksgiving stuffing. Hmm. So it does have kind of that savory flavor to them as well. Hmm. But so some of the important health benefits of parsnips um, are that you know it has a lot of really interesting compounds in it that help with things like diversifying the gut microbiome, which um, basically it's got a lot of um, different types of fibers in it, which help um, improve your probiotic um, count in the in the gut. We, we call it like prebiotic fibers. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, have compounds in them that are antioxidants and act as anti-inflammatories. Mm. So this is a really important component of uh, the, the parsnip, which is different from the carrot. Mm-hmm. Um they're known to help regulate the blood pressure because they actually have a good um, amount of potassium in them. Mm-hmm. And they actually have vitamin C as in them as well. So they can um, be a part of, you know, boosting up the immune system, fighting off infections. Um, and uh, one really interesting uh, compound that's in the, the uh, parsnip is that it has a, a compound that is known to help with the production of serotonin mm. in the body, which then can help improve mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interestingly enough, you know, a lot of, um, you know, uh, low carb type diets may, may tell, you know, basically say parsnips are off the list really? because they have carbs. They are a mm. root vegetable. So they, you know, when you cook them, they tend to be a little more starchy. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, uh, a serving of parsnips contains about 10 grams of carbohydrate, but five of those grams is fiber. Mm. So, um, you know, it ends up only being like a net carb of five grams for a three ounce serving of cooked uh, parsnips. Mm. So, I, you know, I would say parsnips are probably something that's okay to include in 
most healthy eating plans. So you, you take out the fiber part and you call it the net carb. Yes, when you, you take the total carbohydrate and you subtract the num- number of grams of fiber hmm. from that. And that's what you get. You call that net carbohydrate because fiber does not break down into sugars hmm. in, in your digestion. So, mm-hmm. you know, basically with carbohydrate, the the end goal or the, I guess, the concern for anyone who's watching their carbohydrate intake is how how much of those carbohydrates are going to break down into into glucose mm-hmm. and then have that glucose come into the bloodstream as a source of blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So uh, fiber does not break down. Mm-hmm. So it stays intact. And that's one of the reasons why we need a lot of fiber because it becomes then the substrate or the food for the probiotics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you're looking to know how many carbohydrates are you actually going to be getting from the food that you're eating, you take the total carbohydrate and you subtract the grams of fiber. And then that gives you what is known as net carbohydrate. Okay. Great. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, um, now interestingly enough, there are, um, there is a, there are certain compounds in the parsnip. They're, they're protective antioxidants, and they have some very interesting names. One of them is called furanocumarin. Hmm. Um, there are flavonoids, and there are something called polyacetylenes. Hmm. Um, and one of these polyacetylenes is called falcarinol. Hmm. Um, these all have in antimicrobial, anti-cancer, um, properties and also act as vasodilators, which helps to modulate blood pressure. Hmm. So vasodilator helps to, you know, basically open up the blood vessels to have better blood flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, falcarinol is found actually in both parsnips and carrots, which protects against fungal infections. Um, so that can help with like... Um, candida in the gut Mm. or any other type of fungal um, overgrowth or something called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is a bacterial overgrowth. But this could also help with any fungal infection as well. Hmm. So, um, and then falcarinol is also what we call serotonergic, which means that it influences the chemical serotonin mm-hmm. in the brain. And we have animal studies that suggest that this can improve anxiety and depression-like symptoms. Hmm. Um, we don't know yet whether that can be, um, you know, it hasn't been tested in humans yet, but we do have animal studies that show that it has that effect on serotonin levels. Hmm. So we probably need more studies. And and that was one of the things that, you know, I kind of come across with learning about parsnips is that there aren't a lot of clinical studies with parsnips. Be- so, well, you know, that's mainly because they're underrated. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there are a few. So, um, so yeah, and then I, as I mentioned, vitamin C um, helps with that. Um, the only thing that I guess I would have to um, put out there is, you know, anytime you cook a food that has vitamin C in it, you do lose some of that vitamin C. Mm-hmm. So you lose maybe about half of it. Mm-hmm. So if your content of vitamin C is, you know, 100 milligrams, then it's probably going to go down to 50 Mm. from the cooking mm. yeah but um some other uh, immune supporting compounds that are in parsnips are um quercetin camphorol and epigenin which all help fight off infections 
So oh. how do you, what do you do with it? Make it a stew? You can add it to um, any kind of soup. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make a stew with it. Um, there are actually, I found a website that has a lot of different recipes using parsnips. Oh. Um, but they, you know, they have a like a pan- parsnip pancake recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it in, you know, to add in, like I said, you add it into like your Thanksgiving stuffing. Um, but you can, you can even just um, cook it like roasted and then mash it up kind of like have mashed potatoes. Oh. Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways to use parsnips in the cooking. Oh, okay, sounds yeah. great. And like I said, we you know they're fairly common in the grocery store, mm-hmm. um, and they are they are root vegetables. So they're typically available in the you know more in the fall winter time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that's the time when we're we're wanting those root veggies. Okay, well, anything more before we go, Dee? Um, the only thing that I uh, maybe would want to add is that um, for some people, most people, it, you know, parsnips are pretty safe, um, but some people may have like a very rare um, allergy hmm. to parsnips. Um, oh. And it's usually likely due to a like a pollen food cross reactivity, hmm. um, most, most, mostly in people who are also sensitive to birch tree pollen. There may be a cross-contamination with that on parsnips. Okay. But that's it. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.